James earns millions from internet marketing. Tim's got millions of questions. Welcome to Freedom Ocean. Now, jump on in. James Shramko, welcome back to the ocean. Can you hear those birds in the background? No. <laughs> They're there. They? They, get their, they get put there in post-production. Oh, yeah, those little, birds. Those birds. Course, yep. Correct. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. Hey, uh, welcome back, listeners, to Freedom Ocean, episode, gee, what are we up to? 14. Would yeah. that be right? Yeah. Australia's number one internet marketing podcast is, is getting old, is maturing. Like a fine bottle of Grange. Correct. For the overseas listeners, that's good red wine. Good red wine. Absolutely. Um, Gee, good to be back in the ocean, James, and the listeners will be very, very happy with the content of this episode. It's a listener loving. Oh, let's Love go. a loving. We're going to do uh, rapid fire questions. Well, What's the deal? we will. We, 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 rapid fire, but we'll make sure we answer them with the, uh, the amount of love that is expected on the ocean, you know, because um, we've got a lot of questions. I've probably got, um, I don't know, probably got a backlog of 20 or 30 if I was to sort of dig into our Facebook fan page and show notes and all that type of stuff, but um, that's okay. We will get through them over the course of time, that's for sure. So let's get stuck in. I'll start with an easy one. Um, Now, you have previously mentioned on an earlier episode the concept or or separating internet marketers into two categories, hunters and farmers. What did you mean by that? Well, it's, it's two styles of marketing, and they can coexist, but predominantly uh, the, the, the big, loud, brash, hypey gurus tend to be hunters. They're out looking for the next kill. They are continually looking for a new supply of customers so they spend the majority of their activities geared around getting a customer in and taking money from them and upselling them and, and pushing them through the sales funnel as fast as they can and as hard as they can. And then the other style of marketing is farming, where you plant seeds, you harvest the seeds, and you get a crop. And if you look after your land and you respect the process and you work with Mother Nature, you can continually harvest that crop. So maybe you plant a vineyard and you harvest the grapes and you can make great wine and sell that and then you can continue to till the soil and rest the fields and stuff. So in that case... They're getting customers on board, but with a lifetime value uh, viewpoint, and they nurture and respect their customers, and they find valuable solutions and work with those customers over the long term. Right. So one, um, I was going to say one takes longer than the other, but I imagine the hunter um, may spend a whole lot of time hunting and actually come back with nothing or not a lot. Well, what Where happens is, is they, they might hunt a field of antelope and then they run out of things to hunt Yep. and then they go starving. What we're seeing now in the internet marketing field is some of the pioneers have run out of things to hunt. They've actually used up their available pool of new customers and I don't know how many there are. I'm going to estimate there might be 100 to 200,000 core internet marketing people out there but after a while they they actually get familiar and they start to learn the ropes and then they know who to avoid because they feel like they've been um, basically shot at (laughs) 
you know, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And fleeced. Yep. Uh, so just I, in the spirit of the freedom of motion, we'll say harpooned. Harpooned. I think uh, you're better off to uh, take the lifetime approach. Be more of a farmer than a hunter. Yep. By all means, when you're a farmer, you might want to go and round up some more, um, some you know, go and gather some more um, crops or or acquire some new assets to farm. But if you do that respectfully, you can continue to grow your business. And that's something that I've tried to do with mine is I'm still dealing with many of the people who I started dealing with years ago, three, four, five, six years ago, bought my very first product, are still buying my products and using my services because we have a nurturing farmer relationship. Yeah, I think um, it's a mindset, it's a very smart mindset, and it's a mindset that some, some of us hand up again. I put my hand up a lot, don't I? Dob, I'm always <laughs> the first to dob myself in. But uh, it's a mindset that many people go into internet marketing looking for the quick buck because, because we've all seen the headlines, haven't we? We talked about one in a previous show, you know, a million dollars in 1.4 minutes or some ridiculous headlines like that. And, you know, you know maybe we've all been sucked in by them at some point in time. It's also part of our instant society, Tim. There's, Correct. There's people uh, aren't used to the old school values of delayed gratification. It's like, I want my fix now. I want to make money today. Yep. If you can weather it out for a while and commit to building something useful, it might take a while. Generally, the longer it takes to monetize something, the more money will be when you monetize it. And I take that approach with relationships. Yeah. If you can nurture yep. a relationship for years before you ever put your hand out and ask for anything, by the time you do, you've got such a good relationship. The transaction is very easy. It's the fourth. It's the foreplay before the sex, James. Okay, I'll leave that one with you. <laughs> well, I think that keeps us in a PG kind of rating, but yeah, it is. I mean, it's getting to know, isn't it, and really understanding what uh, what problems they're experiencing. You know, in, insight into the customer. This reminds me of something. A, a recent trend I've seen: three marketers make this fatal error. Yep, they've come out. That's a big error, fatal. Fatal, really, in in marketing sense. Yep, they have nobbled their business. Yep. And three of them have done this and they've come out and said, paid members only now. I'm not doing any free line content. I'm just dealing with paying customers. Mm -hmm. And one of them was sort of a would be if he could be hustler sort of marketer. Another guy's a really big marketer who should have known better, who's since come out and said it was a stupid mistake. And the other person is sort of a small timer who will remain small time because when you cut your free line, when you stop doing the uh, meet and greet and rapport building yep. and letting people see what you're all about, that actually weakens your position. They don't actually know who you are now. Only your paying customers know and when they go, you don't have a way to top up again. Mm. You're gone. So I would caution people against being the uh, paid only type. When you're a farmer, you have to plant the seeds in advance. You've got to water them. You've got to protect the soil, you have to keep the birds off your land, you've got to shoot the rodents and you've got, to, you know, your harvest comes later. Your harvest comes after the work, after uh, looking after the crops, after Mother Nature's, you know, rain and season changes. So there may be a delay from when you plant the seeds to when you harvest, but if you can manage that whole process, <laughs> then you are really harvesting. You can keep talking. We can, we can edit that out. That was quite bizarre. 
had a little friendly. We can edit there. that out. Yeah. Uh, okay, so when you are a farmer and you adopt this principle of planting the seeds and then harvesting the seeds, then you will you will be in a good position. And this this is quite the paradox, Tim. This came from my commission only sales role when I was selling for a living. Yeah, right. Hundred percent commission only. So, so you wanted to hunt. I mean, it was almost like it would be everyone silly around if you didn't. Is a hunter. Yep. They, uh, they sit there waiting for the next customer to come in to slam them into a car. And I would, I would build relationships and go for the farming, nurturing relationship. I would say to someone, I want to be your car guy. I want to be here for the second and the third car. I'll look after you and make sure you make a good decision so that we can talk next time and we won't be embarrassed about what you bought yeah, and right. all that. And, it, you know, I knew that if I wasn't talking to people today, I'm not going to be selling a car in a month from now. Mm. And if I was selling cars left, right and centre, then I knew that I had to take time to start building relationships so that in a month from now I could be selling cars. So you, you will have times where you plant and times where you harvest. You can't do this, you cannot do them at the same time. And that is important to know that, that Whatever you put your attention on now will have an outcome in the future. If you're planting like crazy, make sure that you stop planting for a while and go and harvest them. Otherwise, the crops will go off before you harvest them. Yeah. And some people do that with opportunities. They are out there so busy planting opportunities everywhere, they forget to go and harvest any of them or they uh, get confused yes. or overwhelmed. I know one of those Very people. Very common in this industry. So plant some seeds and then harvest them and then plant some seeds and then harvest them. And that's what farming is about in nurturing the relationship. James, that, I, I should have said that was a question from Jules in San Diego. I don't know whether Jules is a guy or a girl, but we do know that they live in San Diego. And I've got a good question to follow up on that one from, and it's from Joe Winston. Joe's active on our Facebook page, and he sent us this, this question via email, and it's a good one to lead into from, from Jules's question. How long should it take to start earning money, any money, he says, through online marketing in terms of hours spent, i.e. 40 hours a week for six months. I'm not looking to earn 300 grand overnight. I would really just love to see something working before I shell out too much cash, time and energy. Is that a bit of a kind of, it's a question on all of our minds, but it's like, what's the silver bullet? That one comes up a lot. How long till I start making money or how much money should I be making? It, it, it is a crazy question, really. Let me run you through some examples. The girl who I talked about in the last episode, who I taught to, to write, or maybe it was two episodes ago, I can't remember now, but we talked about someone who I trained to write articles. Yep. I said to that person, did you know that you could get paid to write three or 400 or 500 word articles, you could get about 10 bucks an article? And she said, really? And I said, all you need to do is go along to the Warrior Forum and, and you put a link in your signature file saying, I write articles for $10 per article. And then all you do is just answer some questions. And she said, is it that simple? And I said, it's that simple. And I said, in the link, you link to your website. And she goes, well, I wouldn't have a clue how to build a website. And I said, I'll show you how to build a website. She went home that night. She registered her domain and she built a website. So by the next day. That she, night? Yep. 
she had her own domain name and website. And then she started posting the Warrior Forum and she got people applying to her to write articles. So how long did that take in hours? Maybe a day, maybe eight hours. So that's how long it can take to see a return if you do that particular model. It could be much faster than that. You could probably make money in minutes. Uh, how would you do that? Well, if you already had an existing Facebook, which most people have, the average person has about 150 friends, technically you could go and join an affiliate program for something that your customers or your friends on Facebook would be interested in and drop a link to it on your fan page. And you could technically make a sale within five minutes. Mm -hmm. Just like when I drop a link on Twitter, I will make a sale straight away. That's just how fast it is. In the extreme version, this, uh, this listener might not make a cent in six months and partly because his mindset needs a slight twist. There's too many people walking around in life saying, I want, I want this fire to show me the heat before I stick a log on it. If he doesn't believe or, or needs proof that there's, um, he needs proof that there's gonna be money to made before he puts in the effort, he should move along to the next business model. This isn't for him. Mm. Because you're gonna to have to put in effort and time and resource and the right strategy before you get a result. It's just, that's just the law of the universe. Well, uh, yeah, the law exactly put, of the you've universe. You've got to put not the a... log on the fire before you get the heat. Yep. Now, in, in the article writing example or the Twitter or Facebook example, we threw a twig on an already lit fire and we got the heat straight away. If you want to make a big, big profitable business, they're going to be logs and it's going to take more effort. Yep. I'm up to six years now and it's taken me six years to build what I've got now. Could someone else do it in six years? Possibly. Some people could probably do it in one or two years and other people might take 15 years and, and may never get there. But what I can tell you is that it's all about doing the right things and the amount that you make is entirely up to you. It's what experience you bring to the table. It's what business model you pursue. It's how com committed you are to it. But if you were to apply any of the business models we've already talked about in the previous Freedom Ocean exercises uh, or episodes uh, where we've talked about local business marketing, we've talked about memberships and masterminds, uh, we've talked about affiliate marketing. If you apply any of those for a good solid few months, you should have something to show for that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Um, and, and my experience too is that um, turning a dollar can be relatively quick. Turning an ongoing dollar and increasing that dollar over time, you do, you gotta find the logs and you gotta you gotta really and back to that question of farming, you've got to spend time with it. You know, it's pretty easy to um, for example, we've talked about some of these business models, um, but you know, it's pretty easy to get a webinar up. You know, you can have a webinar up um, set up in in two minutes. You can then put it on a web page with some copy telling people what that webinar is going to be about with a PayPal link in five or 10 minutes. You know, these things are very easy things to do. Run a webinar and you, you might make a few hundred bucks. But Great then, example, yeah. Join, you know, you join the trial for, for GoToWebinar. You don't free. have to pay anything. You set up a webinar on a topic of interest that people you know are interested in or that you're good at, whatever you are. Maybe you're a carpenter, maybe, you, yep. maybe you're a dog trainer. 
you drop a link to the webinar on your fan page or, or your Facebook. Send it out Twitter. to your email list, Twitter, Facebook. If you, get, you know, if you get two people on a webinar and one person buys, you've made a sale. Correct. And it doesn't, it, it could be $5 or a $10 sale. I literally know someone who started an entire webinar empire and on his first webinar, he had one listener and the listener bought something. But they don't 100%. know how many. It could be 100 people, could be 1,000 people. Yep, yep. Yeah, we actually, it's a business model. We, we said we'd go through each business model. We haven't gone through them all yet, but if, if listeners were to go back to episodes two and three, we cover 10 business models. Webinars was one of them, and we haven't, we'll do a show on that because I must say, personally, I think webinars are fantastic, particularly if you're listening in Australia to this show, um, I think webinars is a really underdone business model in Australia. Not so much overseas in America, for example, but certainly here, there's lots of room for growth. I think everywhere in the world, just go to Google Insights for search, Yep. type in webinars, and you'll see the growth that it's going through. And full disclosure, I have a website entirely centered around webinars. I'm that big a believer that it's going to take off. Massive, massive. There you go, you heard it first. Um, thanks, Joe, for that question. Um, let's go to Craig. Craig Griffiths contacted us through Facebook, and he says, um, examples of great content and what makes it great, fellas? Why did it engage? Everyone talks about giving value. Everyone that puts pen to paper believes they are doing that. There are thousands of unfollowed blogs. Any help would be loved. So there's not a question there specifically, but... I think it's just, what is great content? What makes great content? Well, I think great content is stuff that your audience react to, and he said that in the question. Yep. So what what do they react to? I think they react to things that are relevant to them. Yeah. You know, what's in it for me? We covered this um, a couple of episodes ago in sales and and copy, and it's worth going back to that. um, Get into the customer's mind. Correct. Be the customer, experience life from their point of view, and think about them. I think a lot of marketers are selfish, and and I think I've mentioned this before. But when they when they sit around creating products, it always starts with I need to make money. Mm. What can I sell for how much? Mm. That's almost always the start. There's very few artists or passionate value givers out there. Mm. The ones that are out there, like Seth Godin, shine through. However, most people are starting. Most marketers are doing the what's in it for the marketer. You love Seth. I quite like him. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and because I got so much value from Purple Cow. Yeah, me too. When I was running the Mercedes dealerships, I took one thing from that book and revolutionised an entire industry and created unbeatable records around the customer feedback loops. Do you know, can you remember, well, you can't remember what it was, what was it? There was a story about a a Norgenvass shop or something along those lines where on the wall it said, you know, my name's such and such, I'm the owner of this store, here's my phone number, you can call me 24 hours, seven days a week and tell me about your experience. Yeah. I thought that was so profound that I... Back then too. I mean, we're talking 15 years ago? Probably Probably more like 10, but... I put our, our feedback sheets to our customers. I actually put on the feedback uh, form, you know, my name's James Shramko, I'm the general manager of this dealership. Here's my mobile number. Here's my fax number. Here's my email. You can call me 24 hours, seven days a week and tell me about your experience with our dealership. 
And I asked the salesperson to give that to every customer who picked up a car. And of course, now that they knew that every customer had the boss's direct line, amazingly customer service increased dramatically. <laughs> and we went from the worst customer satisfaction to the best in the space of a month. As internet marketers then, um, that, that I can understand that. That's a, that's a Mercedes dealership. It's bricks and mortar stuff, face-to-face -face sales, process, all that type of stuff. A lot of internet marketers um, stay under the radar and don't make it easy for people to find them. Should they? Of course they should. They it's should a, make it easy for people to find them? Of course they should. It's mm -hmm. a huge mistake, this whole nonsense of no reply at and whatever. You should make it easy for people to, to let you know about their experience. Don't you love those emails? Do not reply to this email. It will not be read. With my coaching students, I encourage them to remove that and put contact at yep. and uh, or support at, something along those lines, and people actually reply. Yep. And, and they tell them, you know, what experience they're having, whether they're stuck on a download or they don't understand the dates of the event or whatever. You get valuable feedback. I've often said the help desk is the most important metric in your business. And if you can make it easy for customers to come to you and let you know, then that is going to grow your business faster than just about anything else. So how do we apply that same principle in internet marketing? In our help desk and on every email from most of my lists, we have, how can we do better? And we put feedbackforjames.com. And there is a, you know, there's a question. It's like, what can we do better? How can we make your experience better? Mm -hmm. And we read every single feedback reply. And we take those feedbacks and put them back into our business. That's where innovation comes from. And Peter Drucker said, uh, your business profit's going to come from marketing and innovation. Mm -hmm. And I know for a fact that some feedback you've got on your recent traffic product, you're, uh, you're developing another product straight out of it. Oh, it's so easy to come up with product ideas based on customer yep. uh, trends and feedback. Yep. Actually, I took feedback from the help desk for traffic grab and turned it into a blog post. I went and interviewed an expert on memory and learning because some people were asking questions about which video does what. And so I went to the analytics and I was able to determine that sure enough, they start off on the first few videos and then they just fade away. And many of the customers will not see the last videos because they won't make it through nine hours. Mm -hmm. So I went and interviewed a memory expert, Daniel Dobos, and he told me to make an introductory video that tells people to go to the bit that's going to help them the most right now. Right. So that the majority of customers will get the main information they need that's going to help their business, even if they never watch the other videos. Good stuff. It is great stuff. Good stuff. Now, this question is from Shane, who came through on the email. Now, this um, makes me go cross-eyed in reading it, James, uh, and we talked about whether we'd go with this one or not, um, and we will, but we might not give the answer that, uh, James, uh, that Shane's expecting. So here we go. Hi, guys. Love the show. My question is about when you are sitting, setting up a backlinking network through Posturus and you want to set up and link to multiple WordPress blogger blogs. Wait. Does each blog need its own email address and login? Or, for instance, stay with us, listeners. Please stay with us. Or, for instance, should they just put multiple blogs under your own login? And how would Google view this? 
Also, any other info on leveraging your backlinking would be greatly appreciated. Now, James, that's a very technical question, and the reason we weren't going to go with it is because we believe our listeners um, are less interested in the technical aspects of internet marketing and more interested in the broader the broader concepts and issues. So, um, maybe we explain what Postress is before answering that question, or do you have a different view? Look, my view is this is something you should have someone in your team doing and, and setting up. It's not something that most of us should be doing. It's, it's a lot of logins. It's going to involve proxies. It's going to involve multiple accounts. What's, what's the question, mean? Can you just tell me there? The question is he's setting up a network of other properties to link back to his private right. property. Gotcha. It's covered in Traffic Grab. and Does Postress do that? Postress is one way of doing it. I think a better way to do it would be to use Ping FM or a plug-in like uh, WP Syndicator. So all these PFM, WP Syndicator, Postress all allow you to create as many properties as you want to, and by properties we mean simple blogs, do we? You can create social media accounts, Twitter, all that sort of stuff. And every time you post content to your money page it will spread all across these other things automatically. Okay. So it's good to set up and it's powerful, yep. but let's not get too techy. The bottom line is this is, what I, this is my approach to it. I buy the plugin or I, get, or I buy a, a product. Like uh, if, if I was a customer of Traffic Grab, I would buy Traffic Grab and I'd give the Mashtopia guide, which is all about Yahoo pipes and mashups, to my team member yeah, and right. I would say, read Do this. It implement it. Yep. They just did that to Freedom Ocean. Yeah. And in the last few days, I've been getting barraged with alerts and pingbacks telling me that the team have set it up really well and we are getting syndicated across more sites. Love that. So basically don't do it yourself. Get someone to do it for you. And listeners, if you want to go and have a look at Traffic Grab, go to um, products page on Freedom Ocean and you'll, you'll see exactly what we're talking about. That amazing product which James launched about, what are we into? Uh, five, five weeks ago? It'll be five or six weeks five ago. Five or six weeks ago, nine hours of just wonderful content uh, covering all aspects of ways to drive traffic to your money site. But don't feel as though you have to watch every single video. No, exactly right. In fact, I know a memory guy, can't remember his name, <laughs> who said, do a video up front and just send them where they want to go. Good thinking. How did you, you actually find that memory guy? Did you know him or did you, yeah. um, you knew him? He's a customer of mine. There you go. Okay. Hey, um, we have got a second question. Look at this, Joe Winston. Joe's, Joe's a great listener. I like, we like Joe. Uh, he's got a second question. So Joe talked about, you know, how to make start earning money. His other question is a good one too, which I think is on all our minds. How do I sort the wheat from the chaff online? I'm guilty of trying to find everything from free for free and waste a lot of time and energy doing so. However, there are a lot of so-called professionals selling rubbish online. I'm happy to pay for things. I just don't want to get ripped off or waste several hours reading rubbish. Can I, I'll start by answering this because I know exactly where Joe's at because I've been there. And I think, I think what you've got to do, what I did, is you have to decide who you're going to listen to, okay, and then immerse yourself in them. That might be one person or it might be two or three. I don't think it should be any more. Uh, and then delete yourself, remove yourself from everyone else who's offering you up a world of information. 
So decide who it is that is going to provide that ongoing quality information, uh, and that, that might be a one-on-one -on -one mentor, or it might be online information products from a particular person, um, or it might be an author of books or whatever it is, but just find that person and lock into their way. Otherwise, I reckon you're just going to be like a flag flapping in the wind, just going in whatever direction it takes you at the time. Yeah. I think the typical scenario is someone starts out, they join every single marketer's newsletter because it's free, of course. They then justify to themselves, I'm going to continue to subscribe because I might miss something. And next thing you know, they're barraged with emails and then they're reading emails and not sending emails. So you can either consume information or create it. I just deleted 18,500 emails from marketers for the last year or two that were in my noise filter. And I scanned the headlines. I did a quick summary of who's who, and then I deleted the lot. And there's about three marketers who make it into my inbox now. Three. That's it. The bottom line is you've got to delete yourself from a list of any marketer who sends you junk. Things that you can spot that are going to indicate to you that, that you're on the wrong path. When someone's talking about a massive high payoff with no effort, yeah. <laughs> delete. Gone. It's just, it doesn't happen. It's a figment of imagination. Let's go through a few. I agree with that one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, high, high amount of income with minimal effort is a red flag. Yeah. Second, what, what about just high amount of income? Even, even throwing out numbers like two, three, four million. I think just got to, I mean, there's probably going to be some variables there. I can teach yeah, someone yeah. how to make a million dollars a year. I do that. Yep. And I charge for that. And I tell people that it might take a while and you'll have to follow a path and you'll have to do things. So the main, the main thing to watch for is, in a, is a huge amount of money in a very short space of time. So a short space of time or zero effort is a big red flag. Mm -hmm. Secondly, pay attention to what the marketer is doing, not what they're saying. They're telling you to go and be a local business marketer, mm -hmm. but their whole information business is video marketing software. Mm -hmm. So where's the tie-in? Mm -hmm. It's not there. They're an information marketer making money from information marketing. The other thing to look at is on the sales page. Does it have big red headlines? Is it screaming hype? Does it show you, um, does it show you videos with no player controls? Does it force you to give your name without offering you any value first? What are the terms and conditions? I just looked at some terms and conditions of a current offer and it said that 99.9% of people who buy this product will not get a result. Beautiful. Okay, yet this product is selling in probably a million dollars worth, I'm guessing. People are that stupid. That's an extraordinary disclaimer. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, it's full disclaimer. It's basically saying you won't make money if you buy this product, and we know it, but we're still going to sell it anyway. That's just douchebag marketing. And I, I think we even know when something's a con. And I watch the review section. I go to the Warrior Forum. I look at the product review section. And people actually type words to the effect, I bit 
Uh, the sales letter got to me. I tried <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, it yeah. was junk and I'm refunding it. Even after there's 10 people saying this product is ridiculous, don't buy it. It's just a silly piece of software that doesn't even work. Yep. I lodged a help ticket. I got no reply. Yep. So people even buy uh, even when they know it's not right. So I don't know what I can do to help those people. And I've seen it live. I've been to live events. Yeah, me too. Where I've stood up and said, uh, here are the here are the uh, the myths of internet marketing riches, and I put up a picture of the Loch Ness monster, and I said, they tell you you can have instant wealth with no effort, in a hurry. Okay, now the very next speaker gets up selling a complete sham product that uh, he told me himself doesn't work, and he happily gets up there fleecing people, and they run like sheep to the back wow. of the room and buy. I was so disgusted mm. that I said, I'm not, I'm just not going to do, I'm not going to do this speaking, mm. even though I'm selling a quality product and my things actually work. I can't even be associated with this. It's I, I think in summary to Joe's question, it's trust your instinct. Cause I well, think no, at the no, end of the his day, instinct is, his instinct is to, um, is, is lizard brain. And that's what marketers are tapping into. They are distracting your conscious thought and they are going straight for your greed gland, your desire to have a better life. They make you bypass all rational thought and they suspend belief, uh, suspend disbelief for just a fraction. So I would say don't purchase anything on the spot, Joe. Leave it a day. Yeah. See if you still feel compelled. Go and get some proper reviews. Don't search in Google for reviews because they're all affiliates. Go to a forum where you can get a review. Um, send a support ticket to the product and ask them a question. See if they reply to you. And, you know, just put your thinking cap on. If this is so awesome, why are they selling it? Why are they hyping it up? Why do they have time-limited special offers? You know, is it legitimate or is it fake? Does it say there's 17 people, you know, only 17 spots left, but then tomorrow there's still 17 spots? Yeah. And then the next day there's 17 spots. I mean, use your brain and think about what's going on on the bigger pers perspective. Our last question for this show is from Darren Hone. And Darren came to us through Facebook and he said, I'd love to see a blueprint of how you set up and automate a network for social media and other web 2.0 sites to drive traffic to your money site. And he says, I'm loving the podcast, guys, as well. Nice, Darren's a great listener, He's isn't he? Lots of feedback. I lots see of interaction. Everywhere. We like that. I tell you what, uh, the engagement is everything, from, certainly from me, and I know you love it as well, to just hear some comments, feedback, questions, whatever it is that you've got to say, get on to um, go to likefreedomotion.com and um, join us on Facebook and, and, and get involved in the community. So, And Darren is one of the, those guys who does that. Um, so, yeah, blueprint for setting up a, a, a social media network, back to your money site. <laughs> well, you know, that, that's, that's the spaghetti bowl. That, that is the map that my team took a year to set up and test. And that, that's the short answer. In Traffic Grab, we give that it, blueprint It's not just away. social media. The spaghetti bowl, uh, social media is one major aspect of um, the spaghetti bowl, yeah? Yeah, social media it could include web 2.0 sites. Yeah, okay, cool. But I'll, I'll tell yeah. you the short story on how mine's set up, if that helps. Go. You have a Facebook fan page as your primary authority builder. You put that little sidebar widget 
for your Facebook page on your primary authority blog and you put a Twitter icon and a YouTube icon as well on your primary authority blog. I do fresh tweets. I don't syndicate at all. I don't auto Facebook my tweets. I just type it by hand and I do uh, my Facebook posting manually and I take all the feeds and put them through friend feed. And that's basically the, the short story. The longer story what, what, is if... Hold if, the longer story. Yep. Just when you say you take all the feed, what, what does taking all the feeds and put them through friend feed mean? I take the blog feed and I take my Facebook, if I can, to get the RSS and my Twitter and I'll push it to friend feed. Friend okay. feed will let you add all of your other sites into one RSS feed. Mm -hmm. Now you can take that friend feed and then you can send it off to other places like Ping FM. And Ping FM can distribute it across other accounts, bookmarking and secondary Twitter accounts, etc. It's all documented in a, in a thing called Mashtopia and how to use Ping FM. And the Spaghetti Bowl shows how things are interlinked. What's, is Mashtopia a website or a product? It's or? a product of mine that's included in Traffic Grab. Yeah, okay. It's how to use mashups and Yahoo pipes. Now, if none of that makes sense to you, don't worry. It's all in a PDF step-by-step -step instruction. <laughs> it's not something you're going to pick up by yourself. You're going to have to get a guide or some sort of information to speed it up. Yep. Yeah, okay. And preferably you give it to someone in a team. I was just going to say, it's not something you'd, you'd necessarily take on yourself, is it? It's something I might have done in the beginning by myself. But well, the updates, the Twitter updates and the Facebook updates are something you'd do for yourself. For my premium content, but for all of our other websites, I have someone else do them. Yeah, okay. All right. James, that is, um, that's our listener questions. That's our end of the listener love-in for, um, for this episode. Do you know what? All blokes. Yeah. Well, let's let's. Well, we don't know about girls. Jules. Yeah, Jules could be. Yeah, the jury's out on Jules from we San Diego. Can't, we can't guess. We can't, but a lot of blokes there. It's not to say we don't have some questions from, from women. We do. In fact, I'm just looking at the next set of questions to make sure there are. But, yeah, we, here we go. Anne's in there. Um, we'll make sure there is a few more, but um, keep them coming, listeners. Um, the best way to do it, to get us a question, is when you go to freedomocean.com and sign up and you will receive an email from us, any email you receive from us that you can reply and that comes straight to James and I and we read them all. You can comment on the show notes of any episode we produce and we get emailed every time a comment gets posted. Our Facebook, we visit every day. So we are infinitely contactable, James. We are. And that's important to us. So we know uh, what you're liking, what you're not liking, and what we can do better, what we can do less of. Um, that's it for another episode of Freedom Ocean. So go to freedomocean.com and register. Become, a, become part of the tribe um, and have a look around the site because there is plenty on there besides just the show notes and the podcasts themselves. There's, there's lots of good stuff to look at and increasing every day. It's what we like. All right, mate. Thanks, James. We'll see you next time. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for diving into the Freedom Ocean with James Schramko and Tim Reed. You've just come that little bit closer to living the life you choose. Please keep in mind that the ideas, opinions, and information shared in the show are those of the hosts and do not reflect those of their past employers. And as far as future employers go, well, they're both pretty much unemployable. <laughs>